Morning Fabcasters, Arbar here with the Drive Time Podcast, the confessions of a restored restorer. And I am just stoked right now because I got a lot of foreign national friends, like friends that grew up, born and raised, work in foreign countries and come here for work. But um, because of where I went to school, there was a lot of internationals and because uh, I just meet so many people traveling the world, I got lifelong friends. So I got a buddy that was visiting me and we're pretty close. I mean, we've been carpool buddies, uh, surf buddies. And so my, my buddy finally opened up about something and he goes, do you ever get in an argument with your, with your children? <laughs> and I just started laughing. I started smiling. I'm like, well, yeah, who doesn't? But I didn't say that. But the first thing that came out was, yeah. I mean, just last night, I was like, hey, brush your teeth. Two minutes later, hey, brush your teeth. Five minutes later, hey, three times now I told you, brush your teeth. What do you, you know, and I started, as I'm telling this story about this progression, my buddy starts smiling. And it's the kind of smile, the kind of look that that was like, yes, oh. You're just like me. Because, friends, honestly, we live in a me too world. In a good way. That, that I'm going to use that hashtag and redeem it for a good thing. Everybody wants to say me too. Like they're already thinking it inside when they hear someone else's confession. When they hear someone else's confession. And that's why there's so much power in confession in friendships and in small groups and from the pulpit, from everywhere. Like if more people confess their sins and we normalized the struggle, the fight, the warfare, then that would, that would almost eradicate shame and guilt in the church, in the workplace, in the marriage. Like if I was open and honest with where I was all the time, not that I'm trying to wear something on my sleeve to gain sympathy points or uh, as a, you know, like posting dramatic stuff on the web. That's not what I'm talking about. But just an honest to God, man, dude, uh, marriage is really hard right now on me, specifically with finances or communication or intimacy or and you just throw it out there in a posture of, man, I'm just... I just want someone to listen to me and I'm broken. That's the kind of posture that creates what Dr. Larry Crabb calls connection. And what the scriptures portray as community. Like there's power, James 5.16, confess your sins one to another and you will be healed. There's power in admitting, citing where you are. So I saw that today firsthand and it it made me smile ear to ear. And I went into other ways that I fight with my kids and in other ways I fight with my wife. And I just, I knew. I knew that my my buddy was listening to me and saying like, sweet, I'm not alone. And then maybe our, it caused our relationship to go to the next level. Cause the mood after that was, was totally relaxed. Like, yeah, man, well, so what else you got? And I don't know, James 5.16, confess your sins. First John 1, if we confess our sins, he's faithful and just. Now, the context of those is, is different than, than community, but I think it's applicable there. 
like First John 1, 9, we're called to admit our sins to God and He cleanses us from all unrighteousness. And then I take that and I marry that with, with James 5, 16 and confessing sins within the context of community so that we're not hiding anymore. Like in a 12-step program or AA meeting, like if you go around the circle and you're like, oh, I'm good, I'm good, man, I don't really need to be here, I don't think I should be here, then... Well, it's kinda, it kind of defeats the purpose. But maybe that's the way we do small group, church group, soul group, whatever you wanna call it. Like going around the horn, we're not, everybody's got something because as long as you've been breathing for 24 hours, you've got something to confess, not for confession's sake, but to role model how much you need the Savior, to, to role model how much of the day you need the Lord to sustain you and I think he I think the Lord likes it when we're in desperate need of him every moment of the day so here I just encourage everybody don't be scared and for those who have been doing confession for a while uh, we're not there to be critics either as kingdom restored restorers we're not critics in a world where we are creators and we're sustainers and we're lifters, like we're here to lift people up, um, not people make, make people feel guilty. And I'm not saying not make them feel uncomfortable because every time I confess my sins, well, it even makes my, my wife feel uncomfortable, <laughs> like comically. But uh, our last community group, I was sharing, you know, an evil thought I had. <laughs> Jeanette threw this ball, like, like in a playful way, no, no, don't say that, and then she, stops mid-sentence and goes, okay, go ahead. And the group starts laughing, but then as I share some of the wicked thoughts that I've had in the midst of a fight with my wife, I'm watching other couples in the room and they're like, oh, that's awesome. Because I just had that thought. Or I just went through that. But in any case, we're calling this one the power of confession. Do it, do it, go first, lead the way, peace.